Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Introducing The Corner Booth, a football podcast covering the latest trends and news in college football and the NFL. Here are your hosts, Jared and Mark. Welcome in, folks, to The Corner Booth podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clum, alongside Mr. 1 in 5, Mark Riley. Mark, congratulations on your first W. It's a long time coming. Sweet, sweet victory. I was so happy. All those picks, and especially because the reason why I won is you picked against certain things just because of the curse. And the curse is still not gone completely. We didn't have the, the greatest records. You'll see that on the column coming up Freaking this week. Cowboys. But the Cowboys. Cowboys. My Steelers friends are still not happy with me because I picked them and see what happens. But They're a garbage yeah. team. Like It's not really a curse anymore. <laughs> They're yeah. just such a terrible roster. That team is falling apart at the seams. We're, you know what? I'm, I, I actually have my, my final... Uh, last call is actually going to talk about the NFL and what's going on right now because this is where in an interesting time things are changing. But uh, all right, it was just you know it was a crazy week. And you know what the worst part is? I lost by one or two. One. That's just horrible. Because we both we both had the same. We both had the Monday night game, so it didn't matter. But one game, I was very happy. I'm pretty sure it was like. The it was the Cowboys probably, and then even uh, the Texans game, just because you know Andrew Luck. I, I hate Andrew Luck more and more every day. <laughs> I wanted Jadavion Clowney to literally decapitate him in the back. He tried. He's just a little too early. I know. All right, so let's take a sip of my beer. Today's beer is Yangling because I support my Philadelphia Eagles regardless. And Mark's always drinking the Eagles light beer. Got some uh, Bud Light over on his end. A little Philly, Philly. We could use all the help and all the beverages we need over here. So. Hey, listen, we're not dead until we're not dead until the final bell. So you know what? I I, I refuse to give them my birds, even if it's a dark time. Well, while we're talking about them, I guess we should crack open the six pack. First. Oh God, let's just give us first the bandit we'll off the first. Oh let's God. Um, you know what? I'm going to talk about the Eagles a little bit, the Eagles defense a little bit in the uh in in the report card. But you know what? A little slick preview there, but. Honestly, the Eagles played a hell of a game, and they should honestly not be ashamed of how they played, because they took the Cowboys all. They took the Cowboys a distance. A completely healthy Dallas Cowboy team minus Sean Lee, which is you, you know a completely healthy Cowboys team. Um, yeah, I mean it was a tough one. I almost would rather just lost nine nothing and never had that little comeback in us. I mean you had the the uh, the fumble challenge in the beginning of the game which was that, bogus i don't understand how that oh no that not I'm even fir- not even firmly convinced the nfl is wants dallas to win the division this year because jerry jones is so far up goodell's um backside that it's it. It, yeah you know it, like you know he's so influ- he influ- i have this you know what the worst part is about jerry jones he has so much pull in the league that i hate it and it makes me think wait a minute did the refs really just go oh we're in dallas so we have to go against us because a drunk idiot could have figured out that was a clear recovery. There were no doubt. Even Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino both were like, what is going on here? That was a clear recovery. So I, I'm I'm lost for words right now. I really am. I just don't understand. Like I, under, like, I can see if it was like there wasn't any clear. I mean, Grugier Hill came up with the ball, and he was the one at the bottom of the pile that showed he had possession. So that's it. Boom, done. I mean, it's the definition game, of the rule. Then, that would, yeah. Okay, so here I'm going to explain to you guys something here. Philadelphia's got one as much as their offense struggle in the first quarter of the season, that would put them inside the twenty with Carson Wentz and like 
off that momentum, they could have run the Philly special and still scored. Like it was like it wouldn't even be. Like, oh look, Dallas down seven nothing. Now they can't run the ball with Zeke, and now they have to play catch up. And Dak is horrible playing catch up. So you know what? That changed the whole game. Stephen A. Smith was right. He shout out to him. He has been a loyal supporter of my Eagles. He he must just hate Skip Bayless so much because he always comes to the Eagles defense every Sunday. I love it. Oh, by the way, he also was a beat writer in Philly when his career started. Fun fact. So uh, he, um, I guess he's got a little love for that city, even though he's a Packers oh, fan. Sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's, an, it's just ridiculous to me that 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 poll. That whole game, the refing was a f- the referees were literally playing for Dallas the entire game. I mean, you got the Goddard, ca- the Goddard pass. The Goddard touchdown bogus. literally made me want to. I almost put my beer can through the screen. I was like, <laughs> first of all, it was a helmet to helmet shot. Second of all, Goddard then in the kid, the guy flopped. He flopped. He I mean, all he did was a, it was a swim move. He didn't even use his hands. He just like got around him. I, th- I hope to God that referee crew gets fired. Speaking of getting fired, I really hope the Eagles training staff gets re- gets gets canned. Send them out to to New York or Dallas because these guys, was it Philadelphia's got now twelve or thirteen dudes on IR, and yeah, nine funny. of them are starters from last year. I mean, the good news is like next year our roster is going to be absolutely loaded. But I mean, God, like come on, man, like this is just ridiculous. But you know what? That's that's all we have to talk about. Cooper played good against a like scratched up Eagles defense, and that was it. It yep. was a Mark Cooper being the Eagles. It wasn't even Dak Prescott. Yeah. Me, some of those throws me and Mark could hit. So I mean, you know what? Dak sucks, but whatever. <laughs> all right. Uh, next one, we'll go with the uh, Texans and Colts. Like I said, we just mentioned them earlier. Oh, Captain, my Captain, Andrew Luck. Oh, God, I need some whiskey. Ending right. the amazing streak of this Texans team. It's a shame that uh, the pump started. breaks. First, all right, first off, every team has that slip-up game. The Texans are, I think, so my AFC Championship game prediction, and this has been this the whole year, it's Houston versus San Diego, and I got laughed at in the beginning of the year, and I stuck by it, and I still stick by it, because Miami showed New England can get beat, and Gronk can't hustle preview to later and also this is their slip-up game every team ha- during one of those crazy streaks has to have that stupidity stupidity of slip-up games and this was it the texans came out flat they almost came back it wasn't like the Colts blew the barn doors off there it was a it was a one possession game at the end the Colts are a good team i will not discount that i will give them the credit all the credit they deserve i still think andrew luck's still overrated but you know whatever he's a he's a b-plus quarterback at best but the, the Colts are a solid team, and the Texans came out flat, and they paid the price for it. So that's how that's my summary of the game right there. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a shame. I always say, I feel, kind of feel bad for the Colts for starting off as miserable as they did. I mean, because they've been playing well. I mean, they had the slip up last weekend or last week against the Jags. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good game. I mean, got a little uh, chaos in that um, division now, but I still think the Texans are coming out with it. There's the Colts. I think are two or three games back still. But, I mean, either way, it was a good game, good football, and a great football weekend. Uh, other than that, nothing really much to talk about. Uh, next one will go very boring Sunday night game in the frozen tundra of the Chicago Bears at Soldier Stadium against the Rams. Well, I could have – you know, it's so funny. I almost had the back of my head. I'm like, you know what? Jared Goff in cold weather. Hmm. Sounds terrible. Oh, wait. Here's the thing. I, this is this is why these Goff – Wentz comparisons are stupid to me. If Carson Wentz had Todd Gurley, Robert Woods, and <laughs> Brandon Cooks, he'd be chucking 50 touchdown passes a, week, a season. Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's a great quarterback. And Sean McVay, this guy deserves a Nobel Prize for what he's done to that Rams offense. But here's the thing. Jared Goff, you know what happens when you put a, bat, a, a okay quarterback against a solid defense in the cold weather? You see this happen. It was atrocious. Some of those picks were god awful. He was and, throwing ducks. They were all oh, ducks. Exactly. It looked, it, was, it was like it looked like Peyton Manning in the second to last year. It was hilarious. So here's the thing to me. 
And this is why I get so annoyed when the Eagles are playing the Rams this week. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I think it's, is it in LA or is it in Philly? I think it's in LA. It's in LA, which is weird because we played in LA last year. But which whatever. makes no sense to me. I think it's it's kind of a return for Carson after he essentially destroyed his knee last year. Um, and I think we'll t- I think that's a good uh, theme to think about for the rest for next week. But here is the best. Yeah, part I don't want to think about it. Uh, you know what? It happens. It's, it's one of those uncomfortable things about life. But you know. Unfortunately, for the Rams, they've been shown twice what happens when they go into a good team's home. They are a good home team. They are not. They went into New Orleans and got beat. They went into um, Chicago and got beat by two different ways. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like against the. It was the same formula. It was two different formulas. So the thing is, and the the Saints' defense is god awful. Don't get don't get me started about this because. I mean, they're they're an opportunistic defense. They like playing from. Uh, they they look good because they play from ahead. They get to just pin their ears back and attack the passer. The Cowboys proved they're useless when they're losing. So the the mat the mat the, 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 the matter the fact of the matter is that fact of the matter. Wow! Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. The fact of the matter is that they, how many Yinglings have you had? Only a couple. <laughs> We're professional here, folks. Um, essentially, the way I, the way I look at it is, the Rams are the second best team in the NFC to me, and that's not saying much because I think the the I think the NFC is the NFL is so weird this year. There is no perfect franchise, and that's what makes this playoff so crazy. Because I'm going another thing I'm going to talk about. In the final point is every team you look, you show me the top six. You show me the top all the division winners, possible division winners this year, and I will show you at least three flaws with each team. Yeah, the playoffs are going to be pretty wild this year. I mean, because there is a lot of powerhouse names at the top, but they're also there. You said there's so many flaws. Like no team has a complete team. Even yeah. this Bears team. I mean, they their offense looked terrible too. Like it's not like they had anything like. Trubisky, I understand he came back from that shoulder injury, but he did not look well. He threw some bad picks. Here, so, here's I mean, how, I'm going to tell you a little secret how you beat the Bears. You get out and you score early. If you can get like, the way to beat the Bears, let's say, all right, let's say all intents and purposes, our Eagles make the playoffs as a six seed, and somehow we end up playing the Bears in the first round. If Carson gets one bomb off to Aguilar and we're up seven nothing in the first on the first possession. The Bears, they they freeze. They can't run the football. They've got to get creative. And if Trubisky even has, if it's cold in Chicago, oh God, their offense stutters. And it's this is why I, I'm like I I don't trust the Bears at all. They're they're gonna win this division because the Vikings are god awful. The Packers yeah. are atrocious. The 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 Lions need pieces, and it's. It's theirs to lose. It, it's like, you know what I equated to? They're the best team in a crap division. So it's um, it's like the Saints, yeah. it's like the Saints in 09, even though they won the Super Bowl. Like, that rest of that division was absolutely atrocious. So it didn't matter. Like they, well, well now, if you, now if they win the Super Bowl, you know why they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. All right. You know what? If the Bears won the Super Bowl, I will literally jump. I will literally do a backflip off my car. All right? Um, you heard it here, folks. God. In, into we water, will make this happen. Into water, okay? Like I, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I am not gonna be. I'm not gonna break my neck. I have too much to live for. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, let's move on because this game. All right, that was like getting you, getting you fired up. This little 15 what was it 15 to six game. Either way, next game that was a little more offense, but only a little kind of later. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. It's pretty good game actually. I watched it the whole way through. Uh, Mahomes making insane plays still. Lamar Jackson showing that he is possibly a franchise quarterback, but he needs to stay healthy. All right, I want to I want to make a quick shout out. I noticed this today. So, out of the quarterback class this year, you know, you had about six guys drafted in the first round, or was it six or five? Uh, it was Baker. Baker. Five. Um, five. All right, so you had the five quarterbacks drafted in the first round, right? Who are the two that our boy, my boy, Colin Coward was so high on? Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Exactly. Who are the two quarterbacks playing like absolute garbage trash right now? <laughs> Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Exactly. And whoa, I, whoa. 
Josh Allen broke Michael Vick's rushing record last week. Whoopty fucking do. <laughs> I don't even care. Whoopty do. I will never enjoy he's entertaining. him. He's enter- yo, he makes that team better. I mean, that's not saying much because Nate Peterman was their starting quarterback. I was like, who's entertaining? Mark Sanchez for losing by 40. No, Nathan Peterman throwing five picks. No, that's entertaining. I, I, Josh I, Allen is not going to be good, I, and I'm standing I, by it. I don't care what your political affiliation is. Oh, my God. Like, come on. Colin Kaepernick would have done better than that. Come on, man. Like, gee, like Dan Slater doesn't fit our system. Yeah, neither does any quarterback with a strong arm, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. Either way, back to what we're at, the quarterbacks or whatever. I, you know, you got my blood boiling about Josh Allen. I don't care if people think he's good. He's having this little eh here. Still stinks. Not a fan. Two interceptions. Okay. That's all I hear. Okay, Portnoy, calm down. All right. <laughs> all right. By the way, shout out to Dave Portnoy. He gave my col- my this my my second home, New Haven, where I went to college, four pieces places. I've oh, he been, loved them. I've been to three out of the four. I I never went to Sally's. I only had takeout from there. So, and that's the best one. And I literally like was like blown away. He gave he it's the pizza capital where I've been saying this for years, but nobody believes me. So you know what? Shout out Dave Portnoy and Barstool. They found it something right. All right. So what's the next game of the six pack before we keep getting more off topic? Oh man. I don't even know if we even talked about the game. Well we gotta talk one more thing about this Chiefs game. That no look pass was wild. It was you know, you know, I I love Mahomes. I love I love his the rat I love entertaining. Oh my God. He's just so fun to watch. Like you can't even I can't even describe like his his just ability to just comp- he is what's right about the NFL. Yeah, and I mean the no look pass, and then the fourth and nine the uh, against his like against his body just threw that like hail mary Tyreek Hill. I'm like, I want to see him versus Wentz, a healthy Wentz. Oh my god, that'd be so much fun to watch. It would have been especially like last year when Wentz was actually moving in the pocket. But listen, uh, I, I've been I, I said this the other day at the bar. Next year, it's going to be the Eagles' revenge tour because so. oh my lord, trust me, it's going to be ugly. There's going to be a lot of bad blood getting spilled because the amount of like the amount of just disrespect the Eagles have been getting this year is hilarious to me. Yes, yeah, so I think how many games is that? We got Cowboys one, Chiefs, Ravens two. We had the Bears, Rams, Texas Colts. I think we are now going to oh Browns Panthers can't forget about that one. Hey Panthers fans, can't blame me for this one. You yeah, can't. Mark actually, and I I threatened to fire him like over text. <laughs> like I said, like I will literally call somebody. I will call our boy Zach Mack or somebody to fill in for him for a week. <laughs> give me the week off. Yeah, because I'll give I didn't pick Mark for a week because he picked the Panthers. No, but like it was so funny. I was watching the game. I'm, so. My sister works at a, a bar that's got Sunday tickets. I always sit there and I watch the games every Sunday. I'm sitting there watching this, and I am just watching Baker play beautiful football. And I'm watching Jarvis Landry play like Jarvis Landry. And it was like an epiphany. I'm like, oh, my God, the Browns aren't terrible anymore. And I'm going to talk about this more later, but, oh, my God. Like, I, Mark, I love the Browns, man. Like, these are gr- – I, I even tweeted at you. I snapped it at you. I'm like – I love this team. Like they're fun to watch. Dude, there there's a chance they make the playoffs. Like there's still there's like when they say there's a chance, it's not like one of those like point zero 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 zero. It's literally like if they went out, Steelers lose two of three, and the Ravens lose one of two, and then they play the Browns. Like it's crazy. I can't believe it. I mean, it's just so funny because Hugh Jackson went only won three games out of forty games, and then now since he's been gone. The Browns have won three games out of five games. It's just, it's so bad. I think you should just give the job to Greg Williams and let Baker Mayfield completely run the offense. There we go. Like, I mean, if it works, but I don't know if it's just like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We like, you know, it's going to, we're going to have to see like the rest of Like it's going to, it's going to be like a work in progress kind of thing. But like, it was just so much fun to watch. I, I was blown away. And you know what the, pro- the Panthers just are falling apart. I was just saying, what do you think they're gonna do? Like this year, they gotta figure it out. Like this was the year they were supposed to blow up too. Like they had McCaffrey, they had the receivers, they had they had Newton, who was supposed to be like back to form. Riverboat Ron had his defense. Like this was the year. Yeah, and yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna like, have to clean some parts of the house. 
Yeah, now this whole, uh, finally, can we say, uh, what, Schottenheimer, is he the, is Schottenheimer? Or the offensive coordinator, that the, the older OC, that everyone's like, oh, he's turning Cam Newton around. Look how that's working out. Brian Schottenheimer, not Marty. Marty's Marty's my dude, man. Uh, old school San Diego Chargers. Got, only guy to get fired after a 14-2 season, by the way. Fun fact. It's yeah, his kid. I mean... <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm trying to think. Is this Schottenheimer? I thought it was Schottenheimer. No, it's North Turner. I keep I always mix those two up. Oh God, even worse. North Turner may have one of the worst head coaches in NFL history. Yeah, so he's they. Zach Prescott around wrong. Yeah, it, so I mean, like I said, it didn't. It's not working out anymore. Panthers are done. You can say that with the confidence. But now to the last and final game, the miracle in oh, Miami. Oh my greatest. lord. You know what the worst part of this was? I saw the Carolina game got close, so I flipped it just before that play happened. Yeah, I got it. I saw, uh, I think it was update from Rappaport on my phone, and it was like, I cannot believe what just happened in Miami. And I was like, uh, wait, the Patriots are playing in Miami. Like, what the hell just happened? And people that were saying that it was a, like a video game ending bullshit. That thing, you couldn't even do that in a video game. That yeah. was just... Uh, listen, I will take on Mark and Madden, and I will show you literally that's impossible to do that many laterals. So, you know what? Shut up. Here's the best part. I I, <laughs> the f- I had a buddy, one of my best friends is a Patriots fan. He literally texted us in a group chat. I- I'm just, I'm sitting here like with my mouth open. I can't believe what just happened. Isn't the Patriots record like 14 and 2? Or oh, one, uh, two, it's like two and ten or something like that. I meant I had to flip it in Miami. It's something. It's something like that. I don't know. I think, I think it's almost more like now. It's two and ten in Miami in December, which is just amazing to me. It's like ten and fourteen in the past twenty-four years, even, which is still crazy. But they just they can't play down there. Which is wild. And then like the bogus, like the 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 crazy part about the game is like how the Patriots lost, like. Tom Brady at the end of the first half getting sacked, clock ran out, didn't have any timeouts, they couldn't get a field goal. If they had that field goal, they would have I mean the game might be different. And then at the end, the the ball it was a sixty nine yard pass he would Tannehill would out of thrown. You put Gronk back there acting like they're gonna throw a Hail Mary. It was the dumbest decision I've ever seen. Like why would Zach you put him out? Zach would have made that tackle. Zach Ertz wouldn't have made that tackle either. Nobody's making that tackle that is as big as Gronk. That's the symbol of that. I mean he and I, I couldn't believe the ball check. He like barely even like well, he was walking. Well, yeah, because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing back there. That's why he shouldn't have been out there. I don't understand that at all. I don't even know if Bill Belichick knew he was out there. I'm surprised he didn't run out on the field personally and tell him to get off the field. So, I mean, I feel bad though for Steelers fans though because <laughs> Patriots are coming into our, or Steelers are going into. What's it called? Uh, Patriots oh, Town next that's week, gonna and that's going to be a blow. I don't. I think that the Panthers or Patriots are going to. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Patriots might actually win. walk out into the field and stab Big Ben, and then start playing football. No, Big Ben will stab himself. Go in the locker room for like about end of like the end of half. Come back out and finish the game. I, I swear he gets hurt all the time. Especially they didn't even have the results or even know why he was hurt, and he just was like, "All right, I'll go back out and play." He's just, I mean, I'm not saying he's, so, he's definitely not soft. He gets beat up all the time, but he is just always hurt or always saying this and that, making excuses. Yeah. Like, dude, I just think, play the game. I think, you know, for all the star power that that franchise has, they literally just blow the whole nucleus up. It's just such a circus. And, yeah, and, I mean, you know I don't know. I think happen? I would take out Tomlin and then see what happens. You know what's going to happen? Yo, if Baltimore wins out, they win the division. Yeah. And you're looking at, Pittsburgh barely even making the wild card. Yeah, I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, Le'Veon Bell is going to be sitting very, very happy. Le'Veon Bell is going to be sitting back like, ah, suckers. Like, yo, he's going to go play with your boy Luck or go out to, like, Oakland to go replace Beast Mode or some crap like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they were talking about how he was saying he would love to play with Luck and whatnot, but I don't think the Colts right now are just they a good thing going. I feel like... The, the culture is good right now. I don't think they need to bring in a, a ego guy like Bell, but that's another topic for another time. But anyways, he's fit in that organization because there's no other place with an ego, so he would like there's nobody for him to clash with. But you know, they, have, they, need, they need more than 
I feel like just a back right now. Their young guys are not doing terrible. They need to just get that defense completely put together. That's where I would spend my money. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Panthers, I mean, uh, Dolphins pulling up the upset. That was wild. So. The, that they added that to the. I saw a graphic of the Shrine of the Greatest Miracles. I saw, of course, a two miracle at the Meadowlands. Me and Mark love those so much. I still can't believe that one, dude. That you know what's the worst part about that? And I hate to admit this, but like I went home. I was at my buddy's house watching the game, and I drove home. And my dad comes out and he goes. The Eagles won. I'm like, wait, what? He goes, fake fan. I'm not a fake fan, dude. <laughs> I it, my my buddy's mom had to give me a ride home, and he's like, yo, she's here. We gotta go. I'm like, oh, well, this... uh, yeah, it was back in the day. We probably didn't have our license, she dude. Was... I was 2011. That was a year before I got my license. So I was like, I literally sat there, and I, I my dad had my dad father of the year record when he saw the Eagles started to come back. Hit record. What a, what a, what a guy. Yeah, he's a Vikings fan too, so I feel horrible. He literally had to watch that game last year. Jeez, but yeah, yeah so that rocks wraps yeah. up this six pack for this week. Yeah, so now it's time for my segment because I I don't think it's really. Do you want to do players of the week or are we gonna like forego that? Honestly, we didn't talk about it before, but I already know who your player of the week's gonna be, and I already know who mine is. Yours, I'm already telling you who it is because this is who you're gonna go with. It's gotta be Derrick Henry. Hey, my boy. I Dude, forgot you, to start in fantasy. Oh my! I I, I couldn't believe when you said that because one, he's your boy. Two, four TDs, two hundred like nineteen yards. I, you know what the Dude, problem is? I just forgot. I forgot to start him and Fournette. I literally forgot to set my lineup. Yikes! Yikes! Some Thursday scaries, man. Like, oh god! And I told my cousin to pick him up in our family league. He forgot to start him too, and he got smoked by our our, our one of our producers, Brian Lynch. By like forty points, and it about forty points would have made up. I'm like, oh god, he would have won if he started Derrick Henry. Yeah, and then my player of the week is going to be just literally whoever the two fantasy leaders. I hate to say it, but Mari Cooper had a day. You got to give it to him. I was Torch the back up. I just, you know, he just, you know what the, you know what the problem was. He's such a good receiver. You could have had a, tra- you could have had a trained monkey throw him the ball. Dude, his route running is just so like he broke Ronald Darby's knee. It's crazy. Like he and then of course he made some nice route, like I said, and Razul even Douglas, man. Jump the route. And yo, yo, listen, and for all you Cowboys fans, I'm gonna talk about this in a minute. But I want y'all to realize something here. Besides the fact that Mark's apparently shaving in the background. Um No, the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna all right, listen. That if okay. Let's just put. Let's, I'm trying to keep myself together right now. If if Razzle Douglas picks that pass off, he's getting about 20, 30 yards, and Philadelphia's got a minute and thirty to get on the field and get a field goal with Jake Iceman Elliott. So for all you Cowboys fans, act like the Eagles are trash. We took y'all guys the distance, and it looked like the end of the Creed, the first Creed movie. We almost had it. So it's 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 not. It, this is why I don't think the Eagles should ha- should like. Call it a, a, a real a super defeat. And I'm gonna yeah. talk about that. But all right, yeah. So Mari Cooper deserved it. Three touchdowns. Dude's balling out. John Gruden should rot in hell. And keep going. So all right. Go over card. Report card. All right. Let's do it. All right. First up, as I take a slug of wild turkey. Um, the Vikings let go of John D. Filippo. We and oh, we didn't even do the rundown. Oh, you're right. I, have th- I we mixed it up. I was gonna say as soon as you said that, I was like, wait a second. I think that's on the rundown. I think the ru- exactly. So that's the first pick of the rundown. We faked that out. is the first. Yeah. <laughs> all gotcha. right. So, so we t- all right. So you mark you get, get the rundown started, man. Yes. Yeah, so week 14's rundown. Uh, John DiFilippo, the offensive coordinator of the Vikings, is gone after a off performance in the uh, Monday or Sunday Monday night game. I mean, it was bad. I don't know how much to put on him, though. Like, they went for that fourth down, and he Cousins had Thielen wide open. He decided to throw it to Rudolph. I mean, Cousins is playing terrible. His stats might say otherwise, but I don't know. I think, I mean, I'm not mad about it. Hopefully, DeFilippo comes back to the Eagles and resurrects Carson Wentz for what he used to be. All right. Well, first off, Carson Wentz is in resurrection. He just needs a little fine tuning. It's like it's like it's like a muscle car that's gotten a couple of uh, dings and dents and needs a little tune up. All right. Second of all, Carson. To quote the great Shannon Sharp, our boy, 
to, he today on first day he literally said, "Kirk Cousins is the girlfriend you don't give a key to your apartment, but you like," and it is so true. When the Vikings signed Cousins, I said, "You know what? It's gonna it's not in much of an improvement. He is the top tier version of Case Keenum." But you know what the problem is? Case Keenum's got the guts to throw the ball down the field. Kirk Cousins, the second he put on that purple, the purple apparently is like refusing to throw the ball down the field now. And the best part about all this is, is that the Vikings paid a more uh, like a small fortune for this guy, and he doesn't even fit their system. Yeah, I would say a small fortune, eighty mil, like guaranteed. Sheesh. That's why it's a small fortune. I mean, like literally, they gave this guy a ransom for the fact that he literally is even the best. I would have, if I was the Vikings, I would have rather just gone for a quarterback with a big arm. I would have been like, "Hey, uh, Baltimore, I know you got Lamar Jackson. How about you give us Joe Flacco for some pennies?" Or you, you just keep Teddy Bridgewater there well, and I see mean, what he can do. Obviously, but you know the Vikings don't think that way. Dude's like twenty-five years old or something. Like I don't know. I, I, and now but... the Saints have their quarterback of the future. They didn't even have to go to the draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, other than their. Amazing utility player Taysom Hill, who he's I literally put him he, he's a human Swiss Army knife. It's crazy. I mean, he blocked that punt. I was like, of course it was him. You know what the craziest thing is? He almost threw a pick against Philly, and everyone's like, "Who was that?" Drew Brees. I'm like, "No, it was Taysom Hill." <laughs> <laughs> like the dude is not an accurate passer, but he's just a Swiss Army knife. He's just such an athlete. He's Tim Tebow, or what Tim Tebow should have been. Yeah. Well, the crazy part about him is like his problem in college was he was. was hard for him to stay healthy and now he plays all over the field i'm surprised he's staying healthy as it is but uh so next topic switching it from the nfl to a little major league baseball and the philadelphia phillies just signed andrew mccutcheon for a three-year deal 50 million dollars i didn't believe it i'm not mad about it but that's a lot of money for a crossable washed up it's your phillies man you know he's not washed up i think just I think the lack of beard and dreadlocks is just accumulated to his uh, his his decline in skills. Hopefully, I, I mean, I, I have love for the Phils just because, you know, back in the days of Ryan Howard, Chase Utley and all that, those, those boys, and Jimmy, my boy Jimmy Rollins, but who was the OG wearing the Jordan cleats back before they became cool. But uh, I, you know what? I love the move. You know what? The Phillies are all in. The the because you know what they looked at they looked at the rest of the, they looked at the rest of their city. You got the Sixers going on getting Butler. You've got the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, and now with their franchise quarterback and they're a contender every year. The Phillies are like, what the hell are we doing here? So you know what they go out and get <laughs> they go out and get Andrew McCutcheon. They have their boy Franco. They got all these great players. I love it. I love the move, and you know what? It looks great to me. I, I I'm hoping. They make a run. Not the Nationals are about to lose Bryce. They're about to become irrelevant. <laughs> Patrick Corbin. <laughs> uh, you think I'm a little sour about that one? Um, just a little. Just a little bit. Um, I, I'm not even mad at Goldie, man. He he just he wanted more money. And the, the Diamondbacks couldn't do it because of the Tomas contract. But um, yeah. But yeah, know, I mean, I think the the cut the thing's weird. I don't know, like because they want to go after thrive in that ballpark. I, I hope so, but because like everyone's trying to figure out what that means, because the Phillies are still trying to get Machado or Harper or both. So I don't know. Well, if they're they, all, okay. Know. Well, the, both is off the table now. They want to yeah. touch. I think they could easily make a run at Harper and like legitimize that outfield. I don't yeah. think I don't think Machado fits there. I think Machado. I see Machado going to Chicago. That's the big. That's the big name favorite right now. He's done in LA. He hated it there. He just didn't fit in there at all. And I think that was just a failed experiment. Well, the reason why Chicago sounds not like a Frank terrible. Frank Thomas, maybe. Well, oh, you're saying White Sox? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Reds or Cubs because no, there was, was rumors the big, about the Chris Bryant trade. Well, the thing was like now everyone's talking about, well, Machado, you know, his biggest thing is he wants to play second. He wants to play third. I mean, short. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. if we're looking at contenders in the NL who actually have who actually have an opening at shortstop, it's my Diamondbacks, it's the Dodgers, it's the and you go to AL, it's the White Sox. There's there's like teams that actually want an opening there, and the, the problem is the dot the um this the white the uh, Cubs actually have a shortstop. So the thing is to me they have Russell. So it's like it's not. Gonna oh, be- if he is he coming back? 
I think he's coming back. Because he, he had domestic violence things, too. I, I don't even know. Like, the, the fact is, the MLB is such a cluster cluster effort. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I, I try to figure out MLB free agency, and it literally drives me. It makes me want to go insane. This is why I love NFL free agency. You know why? It's literally like my I'm a kid. Like, two years ago, when the Eagles went on that spending spree and grabbed Jeffrey and Torrey Smith, I was the happiest kid in America. Like I was, Christmas morning. Oh, my God. I, I literally was texting one of my friends, and I'm like... I, She's a Pats fan. I was like, "Yo, I feel like a kid on Christmas." She goes, "Why?" I'm like, "We just got the best receiver, in fl- best receiver in the class." Oh, and the third best receiver. Oh. <laughs> so uh, sticking with baseball, the Blue Jays released uh, Tulowitzki. Kind of not surprised. He really hasn't done anything since he's been there, but I think he could be a good uh, little vet pickup for any team that needs a either shortstop or I don't know if he's been moving at third at all, but. I mean, hey, listen, I will give a, if I'm, listen, if I'm my Diamondbacks, I give them a call, be like, hey, listen, if we don't get Machado, you want to come ball here? Like, it's low altitude, it's, it's like thin air, you'll hit a lot of bombs, you don't have to really, like, play much defense, because we got, uh, uh, what's his face, across the way from you, Nick Ahmed, so it wouldn't be, even be a problem for him. I love it, I, I love it, who I was getting out of Toronto, he just didn't fit there. Nobody that, fits in Toronto, they like, they can't, they, they have that team with Bautista, yeah. But then he ended up falling off from there too. But it's like they, that one year they were good, and he had the bat flip. Like that was I the mean, greatest bat flip of all time, though. Yeah, it was the good of bat flips, that's for sure. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, Tulo. I hope he goes somewhere else. I mean, obviously he's gonna go somewhere else, but I hope he. I think he's just gonna go somewhere like Cutchin did last year, and go like the Giants or something, or and then just be some, some contender, and then he's gonna be trade bait. That's what he's gonna be. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But uh, the old sports stars of our youth, man, it sucks. But yeah. So sticking with baseball again, the Baseball Hall of Fame inducted two people that I don't think half of this world knows who it is. Lee Smith is supposedly was a great player. Uh, I don't nice, know much about him. Good pitcher from the uh, Cardinals. I can't remember if he was the fireballer or he was. Yeah, the- I think he was. Yeah, he was a closer, I believe. Yeah. A reliever or whatever. And then this guy named Harold Baines. I've never heard of him. I don't think anybody's heard of him other than these people that voted on this. But he supposedly it was a DH. Wasn't even that great. I don't know. Everyone's mad that, like, the, the you're going to have this guy get in instead of, like, the Bonds and all the guys with the steroids issues. I mean, it, people, baseball just, truthers are very upset about this. Well, here's the, here's the issue. And I, you guys all know about this. I My second article for Belly Up – was legitimately about letting the steroids guys in with an asterisk. Because here's the issue. The MLB made money off that era. And they don't act like they didn't. That was the most popular era in baseball history. That's when baseball was really America's pastime. And they thrived. Then they tried to play the moral high ground, and now they're getting burned by the NFL. Here's the kicker. You can't not allow you can't allow these guys to play and make money for you and then not let them see the recognition they deserve. Yes, they took the Royce to get stronger. They still had to make the contact to hit the damn ball. Enough. Like it, it or to like you have the focus to strike people out. Enough. All right. I'm I'm sick of this purest bullshit. And I'm gonna say I've try I we try to abstain from swearing as much as possible in this podcast. It's bullshit. Enough. Take the moral high ground. Get the get the stick out of your pants and stop. All right, it's bullshit. The fact is, t- t- Baines. Who the hell is this guy? Footing Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Roger Clemens. For the love of Christ, if A Rod doesn't make the Hall of Fame, I'm gonna break somebody's head open. This is insane. The, the MLB writers need to all be put in a room, slapped across the face a couple of times, and shown how great baseball was during the steroid era. All right? Not everyone could be like Randy Johnson, bone thin and throw 106 miles an hour. It, just, it doesn't work that way. It's not nature's way of doing things. Enough. I, I'm sick of this crap. It, it's what re- literally has put a sour taste for baseball in my mouth for a lot of the time. It's because you can't – there's no way to do it. It's happened. Accept it. Move on. Allow it to be part of your history because it's a part of your history that people loved. I enjoyed all of that. 
That was just great. That was like a little bit of a touch, like of a last call, a little bit of like, let's talk hate about baseball for about 30 seconds. Oh, that was good. I'm glad you got that out. I, tell, us, tell us how you really feel. See, see, I grew up loving baseball. Baseball was my favorite sport growing up. And yeah. it's the whole transition to the shit with – the, the the Mitchell report. The Mitchell report literally pissed me off to no end because I wanted to punch George, whatever this guy Mitchell was, in the face repeatedly. And I was like 10 years old when this thing came out. So imagine a little 10-year-old me punching this old man in the face. But literally, it was stupid. Like, there's no – like, stop ruining baseball. Who gives a flying fuck if they took steroids? For the love of God, it doesn't matter. It made the game. Great. I mean, I get, I get the argument. I get the argument just because it's like, oh, the people that they did it the cheated. right way deserved. They but cheated. The MLB made millions and billions off of it. I guarantee no. they knew Screw and didn't that, do anything right? about it at the time. I am done with this crap. The MLB playing ignorance. Oh, we didn't know. Oh, bullshit. Sixty yeah. percent of the, there was like a it was like a poll. Sixty percent of the players knowingly took steroids, but only about ten percent of them got caught. It's it's insane. I'm done with this crap. It's stupid. The only one who should have gotten in trouble was Brady Anderson because he sucked until he took roids, and he sucked after he got off him. Case closed. I'm done. We're t- done talking steroids and baseball. <laughs> done talking about that. <laughs> and another name that. Probably won't rally up, but you'll probably be a little happy about it. Jimmy Butler supposedly uh, injured his groin, a little groin strain. I'm not going to make the joke I made pre-show, um, but uh, <laughs> I listen, I, I wish Jimmy Butler the best. And the 76ers are my second favorite basketball team because I, I do love the city of Philadelphia. I have so much love for that city as a whole, so I root for all their teams when they're not playing. My team's except for the Flyers. Um, so the thing is – <laughs> it's just, it's just injuries. It's just, you know, it's, it's basketball. See, I think Butler's all, you know, let's just hope that for the Sixers' sake, it's not like the Timberwolves last year where they lose Butler for half a season and they fall from the four seed to the eight seed. And you know what? It's, it's just what happens. It's basketball. Things and dents. Yeah, I mean, I think it's our. I mean, I think it's, it's, it sucks, but it's also good for. Because, I mean, Embiid was, like, already saying how he was frustrated with his new role. And, I mean, just kind of see how the team can react and play now that they don't have Dario Saric or Covington now without even Butler there. So, it won't be bad. I mean, it'll probably only be for a month, I'm hoping, but we'll see. Um, So, yeah, and then the last and final topic, we start with a fired. We're ending with a fired. Uh, Reggie McKenzie, the GM of the Raiders, Gets fired after a big win in Pittsburgh. Or it might have been at home, but either way, I was surprised by that one. I am so annoyed about this. And this is this is <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. I am just I, I can't deal with this crap anymore. I it's just the Raiders First of all, the Raiders shouldn't have moved from Oakland. It's stupid. I hate the whole Vegas move. Second, John Gruden, a.k.a. Chucky 2.0. I, I want to punch this guy in the head for the Amari Cooper trade because he just screwed the Eagles. Three, Reggie McKenzie resurrected that team from the stupidity of Al Davis in his later years. Rest in peace. So you know what? This is stupid. Oakland deserves everything they're going to get going forward because that team is going to be trash for the next 10 years because John Chucky Gruden is running it. And there's not enough cocaine in the world to make him smart. Stupid. He should have stayed in the booth. I'm done. God, I I hate (laughs) – the only thing is I root for the Raiders because my uncle, who is like a second father to me, is a Raiders fan. And the worst part is it's it's the definition of dumbass. Like literally you look at dumbass and you see the Oakland Raiders logo next to it because they have so much talent there. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, at least top top seven or eight in Derek Carr, and they shoot that. Whoa. They have the best pass rush. Okay, fine, top ten. Shut up. They have, one of the, they, have the, they have the best defensive player in the league in Khalil Mack to trade him. They have one of the best route runners in football in in, in uh, Amari Cooper, and they trade him. They have Marshawn Lynch, one of the best power backs of all time. He can't stay healthy because they can't block for him. Oh, look, the Raiders are a mess because John Gruden's an idiot. And they, they went for this big splash hire like it's the 80s. And it's backfired. They deserve all the crap they're going to get. I'm going on a total KFC rant, and I don't care. This is stupid. <laughs> Oakland sucks, and they're going to suck for another 10 years. I'm done. Watch out for Oakland in two years. They move to Vegas. I'm still, I'm telling you, I'm about to be, I love when teams do this. 
it's because, I mean, I feel bad for McKenzie because I don't think it, he deserves to be fired. But I just think, man, Davis just must love Gruden more than anybody in this. Mark Davis needs life. a Mark Davis needs two things: an app. Mark Davis needs a lobotomy and a haircut. I mean, I don't know what he's doing there. That, that confuses me. But yeah, lobotomies. You know, when you stick the the pen up the nose, it pokes the brain, kind of makes him dumb. Whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, my West Virginia, my West Virginia education didn't get that one. Yeah, but uh, uh, I went to a like a prep, like a nice high school, so I guess I did okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So yeah, so I think that's enough for the rundown today. Or I literally blow a gasket. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. I'm going to start finding topics that I know is going to get you going. Alright, um, time for the report card. Hopefully I can find a little calmer streak right now, because there's not enough There's not enough bourbon in this glass. These, the go. poor topics on the report card, that better be ready for some Actually, some tough, I, added, some tough I, added, I added two more um, while we were talking. So first off, I don't even want, do we really want to talk about the Vikings? I kind of covered it. We're going to kick that one off. We're going to talk about the Eagles defense for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I mentioned this before. If the, if Razul Douglas catches that football, Philly Philly wins that game because Carson Wentz has to complete two passes and they're within Jake Elliott's range. So I want to hear I want I'm, I want to stop Dallas Cowboys fans stop. If there was ever the biggest fraud of a division winner, it's you dumbasses. Enough. I am sick of the Dallas's back crap. The new triplets bullshit. And you know what? I usually don't get pissed off or petty. I'm about to go complete Joy Taylor and get completely petty about this crap. The the, the Cowboys are the biggest frauds in the playoff, and they're going to get exposed in the playoffs. Here's the best part. They only can play from ahead. They only can play against the, the, the whole Eagles. The only reason they... I, I, I want to say this so much to my boys. Shout out to my boys, Nick and Mike, Cowboys fans. I respect you. I love you both, but here's the thing. If we had a fully healthy Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills, Avante Maddox, Ronnie McLeod, Derek Barnett, you want to keep going, we would have smoked y'all by 40. Your team is trash. Mark Cooper's a great receiver, but Dak Prescott is an average quarterback. Don't get it twisted. He was throwing against the JV secondary. Avante Maddox, gone. Ronald Darby, gone. Jalen Mills, gone. Ronnie McLeod, gone. It was Razul Douglas and a bunch of scrubs versus the world. And Sidney Jones with a busted hamstring, who played for a whole half. I give that man mad respect. Here's the kicker. You want what the best part about this is? Y'all have all this great confidence now. Zeke's a beast, and Cooper's a great receiver, and the triplets are back. Y'all are going to go into whatever crap hole team you're going to play, whatever great team you're going to play for the NFC, and you're going to get your ass kicked in. And it's going to be hilarious because the thing is, the Eagles' defense – was a bunch of scrubs with a good pass rush and good linebackers, and they played their hearts out and they held y'all if it what and they gave it them all. They're all I give the Eagles defense an A plus because you know what? If there was a medal, if there was an honor for a medal for valor in football, like a little like trophy at the end of the game, they deserved it. Those dudes get. I never saw like the, that defense give a hundred ten percent in so because they never had to. But those dudes, those backups play like hell, and they they just gave everything. And I give the Eagles defense an A+. You know what? This isn't the Eagles' year. I'm sorry, Eagles fans. We're not winning it this year. It's over. We may make the playoffs. We may cause some damage. We may take out somebody's knee or knock off a team that's supposed to win the Super Bowl, and then we're going to get smoked in the next round. It's fine. I would be happy with that. You know why? Because all I see is that big, giant banner up atop Lincoln Financial Field. We got a Super Bowl last year. You know what the best part is? We'll be back next year. Because you know what? Howie Roseman's the best GM in football. Carson Wentz is, a, is an elite quarterback when he's healthy. And you know what the best part is? All those guys on IR, Barnett, uh, Mills, Darby, Ajahi. I don't know if Ajahi's coming back. But McLeod. Josh Sweet, Josh Sweat, our, our our hidden gem at defense on defense. All those dudes come back, and then we go out and get more dudes in the off season, and we have a fully healthy Josh Adams. 
I'm done. You know what? Listen, this is our year. This is our humbling year. We needed this. We needed to humble ourselves. We were partying about the Super Bowl in August. Enough. But you know what? I give the Eagles defense an A-plus here, and I'm done ranting. I'm going to go B, not A-plus. B, because they started off so strong, played so well. But, I mean, I understand the they ran out backs of gas. are out. They ran out of gas. I mean, like at the end of the day, Zeke had over 100 yards rushing. Cooper had over 200 yards, and then Dak almost threw, I think, for almost 500 yards. So, I mean, I'm not going to give them – It was, mean, almost, it was almost 400. Don't give Dak that much. 455. Credit. It was 455. 42 for 54, 455, three TDs, but he also had three turnovers. That's the problem. They had three turnovers, which makes me want to give it up to, like, an A-, minus. but I'm just going to stick with a B because I'm a stubborn teacher and I don't change my grades. But you work in, You work in accounting. That's why. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an accounting asshole. But uh, so I'm said it, stick not with me. The... <laughs> but either way, I'm going to go with the B just because it was so frustrating because just you could tell it was going to happen. They played so well in the beginning. They ran out of gas. But all right, next topic. Before all right, we both Browns. Oh, we talked about this before, but we are a Cleveland-area-based sports blog, and I love Baker Mayfield. So the Browns, I give an A-plus for this season. And this week, the Jarvis Landry looked like his old self. Baker Mayfield looked like he was back in college. He threw a 20-20 to 20 ball. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's got a cannon. Nick Chubb played great. The defense was exceptional. Bear in mind, Cam Newton is literally falling apart at the seams. I think somebody might, might want to check on him and Ron Rivera if they lose again. But I love it. The Browns are entertaining again. And it's like... Everyone's like, oh, Hugh Jackson deserved to get done like that. He shouldn't have gotten fired. The Browns, are th- the Browns have won three of the last four. I think it was like four of the last five since they got rid of Jackson. The Browns have won three games in the last month. Jackson only won three games in his whole tenure with, with Cleveland. 40 games. Three 40 wins. games. Four, it was, it was a three and 40 or whatever, or three and 37? Three, three, I think it was three, 40 and one, I think. And bingo. I, I I love it. I give Cleveland an A plus here. I love this. I'm I'm firing high and firing low on grades this week. I just I love it. This is it's so entertaining. And the fact that Panthers lost again just makes you so happy. Um Mark, what do you got for this? I'm gonna give them uh, an A as well. I mean they're playing well. I mean the Panthers are just also a disaster, but the twenty twenty ball Big Mayfield, he's running down the fields excited. I mean, there's like there's a positive vibe in it's just good the dog vibes. pound, and it's crazy and it's weird, I love, but I love it. You got it. You can't. They're the lovable losers turning into winners. It's a great story. Yeah, and then the the Bengals are about to be the new Browns. It's kind of funny, but yeah. So I'm gonna give well, them that's, an that's, Well, the, the problem is they they refuse to fire Marvin Lewis. That's their own yeah. fault. But and they hire the guy that went three and forty. Exactly. He should have Mar- – Hugh Jackson should just retire into a cornfield like Thanos from the Avengers. But, all right. Um, Army-Navy. I'm going to talk about this because Army's uniforms were dope, man. Come they were on. awesome. And, of G- course – The game was pretty boring, but – Oh, yeah. But you know what? We got to give Army all the credit in the world. Uniforms were dope. We both picked Army. We both did okay. So, boom. Um, I'm going to give an A, but those – the, the 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 fan sections are insane when they're all in uniform or their coats or whatever. Yeah, it is the, coats, some of the yeah. best scenes. I was I tailgated for it. I mean the amount of vets and like the tailgate. I'm telling you, it's almost more of a tailgate than for the birds game, dude. You got people that come from all over. I mean, it's just it's a, a it's crazy. A, it's atmosphere. like a holiday to servicemen. My yeah. boy Mike, he's a marine. He was watching the game at work. You literally had the game on was up on the big screen. I was I'm like. Yo, this is insane, bro. And he's like, yeah. I mean, even though I'm a Marine, I still love watching the game, man. It's a big thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, like I said, I give it an A all around just because, like, it's the whole idea behind it is just awesome. But, mm-hmm. yep. So. All right. Next topic, we got the hot stove in total. Now, this is like so far in the MLB, we've we've watched my Diamondbacks trade away my favorite player. We've seen Noah Syndergaard rumors. We've seen McCutcheon get signed to a new team, and we Bryce Harper rumors here, Machado rumors there. And you know what the best part about all this is? We're just getting warmed up. So grade the hot stove so far, rumors-wise, trades-wise. I got to go A-. minus. I'm going to go, you're going to be surprised by this, but F. Really? 
have because baseball, like, they just have to hang around. Like, I don't, I mean, I get, like, the offseason and stuff, but they talk about this stuff like it's about to happen the next day just because they try to stay around. Like, they announced the Hall of Fame on a Sunday during football. I don't know. I just think the baseball media. Well, Rob, Rob I, I got to give Rob Manfred credit because he's literally trying to do power moves because Bud Selig allowed the NFL literally to take the MLB's lunch money when it came to the best. And you know, you know what the problem was? Rob Manfred's like, the hell are we doing? We control more months out of the year. We have more like we cover more regions than the NFL. Why the hell are we cowtoying to these guys? Let's let's we're an older sport. Let's go after it. I, I, just, get, just, I, get I don't know. I just how I they how fun. they randomly announce things and like well, it's they not even on TV. It's just I gotta give them credit where credit is due, but they also have some work to do. First of all, you want the MLB to be taken more seriously again? Allow the steroid guys in the Hall of Fame. Tell the baseball players to shut the hell up. Keep working on the game. Allow it to get faster. I watched a lot of baseball. I watched a good amount of baseball this year. I watched a couple of live games. I loved it. I still love baseball. I still love playing. I'm playing in the spring. I'm playing in an adult league with wood bats and everything, and I'm excited. I love the game. It's a great game. But you know what? I give baseball an A minus. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's been energetic. I mean, you have the Paxton trade for the Yankees, too. It, you know what? It's going to be interesting to see where everything's going. I mean, you got Billy Hamilton going to KC. Even minor moves like that, I love seeing this crap. It's the best. Off-season is fun, dude, especially winter meetings. Well, the All best right. part about it is, like, I mean, even though I gave it the F, is any like, all, every move seems like a big move, too. They, hey, listen, they're good hype machines, man. And the best, and, all right, last one, Leonard Fournette, my boy. Apparently, some some Titans fans were slinging some slurs at him, calling something I'm not going to repeat in the air because, you know, it's not cool. I shouldn't acknowledge what they say. Racism is horrible, and those those fans, I hope, get arrested. And Leonard Fred's my boy. So, and all people, regardless of race, creed, ethnicity, color, skin, religion, whatever, should be created equal. Nobody's above anybody. Fournette, and then there, Barstool posted an article. Fournette yeah. should be able to go into the stands and beat these dudes up. <laughs> I just I saw that. It. I'm laughing. I love this. You know why? Because fans are hor- Some fans are horrible. I give Fournette an A plus for sticking up for himself, and I give Barstool an A minus for posting this article because I love that somebody's acknowledging the fact that some fans are fucking terrible, man. Oh my god. And you know what? I am a horrible fan. I have screamed, not racist, but I've screamed some nasty crap at the TV or even in the fans. I have, okay, so I was a junior in college. I was blacked out at a Jets Eagles game, and I tried to fight a section of Jets fans. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? The Eagles were up by 30, and I was literally trying to pick a fight with about 30 Jets fans. And you know what the best part about it was? I still wasn't saying anything to the players. Fans got to leave the players alone. Because every one of those players could come out there and just whoop that. If there was ever a steel cage match, so let's say the guy who said that, Leonard Fournette is 6'1", 240 pounds. That boy would snap you in half like a Wookiee snapping a droid in half, Star Wars reference. It would just look ugly. It would look like one of those Mortal Kombat scenes. So here's the thing. Dear fans, all of you, stop ruining for the good ones like us. We'll fight other, yell shit at other fans. Who cares? Not racist shit, because that's wrong. But if you call a fan a jackass, or you say your fan team sucks, or some, or your girl's up, whatever, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Don't bring race into it. Don't sell slurs at players who are literally going out there battling their butts off. Yeah, they're getting paid millions of dollars, but you know what? Their bodies are completely hammered to crap by the end of it. So shut up. Watch the game. You paid a bunch of money for those tickets, and stop being a bunch of inbred idiots, Tennessee. Enough. I'm done. Like this is stupid to me. And the fact that yeah, you're the fact your boy Derrick Henry is the same skin color as Leonard Fournette, even though that it shouldn't even matter at all, went off. Oh, you're not going to yell at Fournette? Don't. I mean, Henry, who just who probably had the best game a running back's had since Chris Johnson. Oh, another Tennessee guy. Enough. This is stupid to me. I want to take those fans and literally throw them into a like a valley of cactuses until they're literally bleeding with meal. Like, oh my, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm not, I want to kill what? them. But 
like, yo, like this is just want to torture them with cacti. Exactly. Great reference. <laughs> great, uh, great plural, by the way. I, you know, I just racism has no area in sports anymore. Racism has no area in the world anymore. Period. So the fact that this is even a story is just disgusting to me. Yeah, I just don't understand. I just don't understand why your fans think they get off by yelling not at the players. Special. Like, paid yeah. three hundred dollars for tickets to the racial slur to running back. And if you were standing right next to the guy, you would never say it. And if exactly. you did, then you're an idiot. You, you didn't say. You ever seen the first episode of Ballers? Uh, HBO. When, uh, uh, maybe. The re- receiver character Ricky Jarrett uh, beats a dude for calling him a racial. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what would happen. Yep. He get his ass kicked. So you know what? Enough of this crap. All right, it, it's it's stupid to me. I, I you know what? This this fan deserves to lose the season tickets. And I give you Leonard Fournette. I'm sticking with you, buddy. Shout out. Stick it to that fan. Tell him where to shove it. Enough. I, I hate this crap, man. It ruins it for other fans because now you got to start thinking about like regulations and security and all this other crap. Because you're ruining it for the good fans like us and you inbred jackasses. Literally screw everything up for everyone else. So that's about right. it. So A, A's both around? A for Fournette, F for the Titans fans. Moving on. <laughs> oh, what a day. What oh, a day. I told you. This is me. You did say you were going to be fired up today. All right. Oh, so now it's time for uh, we, anything else before we go to the last call? Um, I think that's it. All right. I, think I, I, I mean – I got nothing else to say. I'm intrigued by this next, this last call because I can't right. imagine what is about to come out. All right, and now I go to my smooth jazz voice. <laughs> Tone it down, ladies and gentlemen. We are experiencing some crazy stuff in the NFL right now. Last night, last week, we, this week alone, we saw the Patriots lose on a double lateral to Kenyon Drake, Devontae Parker, who was supposed to be traded, by the way, to in the in the Dolphins. We saw. We saw the Oakland Raiders knock off the Pittsburgh Steelers. We saw Baker Mayfield and the boys knock off of the Pan- knock off the Panthers. And we saw Lamar Jackson literally almost take the Chiefs the full distance. Here's the thing. The NFL is changing. The old blue blood franchises are starting to fall off. And can I say something? As one of the only blue blood franchises that is staying around with relevancy, yes, that's our Eagles, Mark. I love it. I love parody. I love this stuff. This is why college football makes me rip my hair out sometimes. It's because you're going to see the Brown. I guarantee you the Browns will win the NFC North within the next three years. It's going to be Browns and it's going to be the Browns and Ravens duking it out because once Pig Ben retires, I doubt Josh Dobbs will be able to handle that offense. Antonio Brown is going to leave to go to another team. So Juju Smith Schuster, and you're going to have the Steelers rebuilding for a couple of years. The Patriots, once Belichick and Brady leave, it's over. They're going to be garbage, and it's going to be Dolphins' division to run with Buffalo sneaking up. The Jets are a garbage fire. They will always be a garbage fire. It's never going to change. And you know what's great about all of this? It's it's new. It's fresh. These young quarterbacks. It's fun. I you know what? The only reason I watched this game, the 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 cow, the um Patriots Dolphins game, is because of the the, the fact the Dolphins were in it. The Patriots are boring. They're lame. You know why the the Eagles won that Super Bowl? It literally was the Eagles game to lose the second the walkout songs came on. The Eagles came out blasting Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill, and the Patriots came out blasting Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. You know what happens when I think of that? I think of Kevin Malone from The Office doing that really weird intro during the sales meeting. All right? It's not fun. It's not cool. It's not classic. It's lame. And here's the best part about the Steelers. It's their two wide receivers that are in Domino are in Pizza Hut commercials. Le'Veon Bell's gone. James Conner, I love his story. I love what he is. He beat cancer and he's in the NFL. He's kicking butt and I love it. But besides that, I couldn't give two craps about the Steelers besides Ryan Shazier making his comeback for walking. And by the way, do deadlifted for the first time this weekend. I love it. It's a great inspirational stuff. But here's what's great about all of this. We're going to see... We may have the opportunity to see a Texans-Browns AFC Championship game. You talked to me four years ago. That seems impossible to me. You, We may see a Philadelphia Eagles versus Rams NFC Championship game next year. Talk to me three years ago when Chip Kelly was running this team into the ground and Jeff Fisher was the worst co- head coach in history. It's not possible. And this is why the NFL is great. 
you have cycles of teams. The Patriots dynasty is slowly at the root starting to crumble. You have the Steelers, they're blue, they're a great like dynasty starting to crumble. The very fake Cowboys don't get fooled. The second you tap that little glass with a hammer, it shatters. Because the second Dak gets behind, he's not going to make a comeback. So you know what, Mark? That's it for me. I love it. I am so excited because the next five years, the NFL are going to be great. I love this. This new quarterback class is throwing a monkey wrench into the NFL and is making me so happy right now. And this, this whole this, yeah. this year is the preview of the chaos that is going to be the NFL going forward. Yeah, I mean, the, if you look at the quarterback class, like the reason why this it's not even that big of a deal, I guess, this draft class coming in, not a lot of teams really, really need. I mean, obviously the Giants, they're probably done with Eli. Bortles, it supposedly is out in Jacksonville. But, like, not a lot of teams really need a guy. Like, most of the teams have who they think is their guy. Maybe the Bucks if they don't want Jameis. But, I mean, it's pretty crazy. And I think you're right. There's a lot of good... Good things to come with the NFL, and if you're a big fan of parody, it's it's about to happen. So, exactly, and honestly, that's it for me. Uh, great show today. We actually great show. great show. We kept it under we kept it under a minute, an hour and five, which is awesome. And uh, that's about it. So uh, this show should be up in a, uh, this should be up tomorrow. Um, our column should be up Thursday. Watch some football this weekend. Uh, enjoy the holidays. We we might actually do our podcast the Christmas week. We're not sure yet. We'll discuss it later. But also, we have a couple great things coming up. By the way, next week we will possibly have our first fan contest for subscribers and followers. So if you are not yet, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, follow us on Twitter, and our Facebook page should be coming in the new year. Big things coming for the corner booth. Remember, follow us at Belly Up Jared and Belly Up Riley, and that is it for me. That's it. Uh, what's it called? Bowl game start this weekend. We get those from the picks too. But other than that, belly up and see you guys next week. Yeah, look forward to our special edition belly up uh, corner booth. Spe- like we're going to do a whole special edition thing with a bowl game. We're going to pick every single one and we're going to do a little contest about it. So get ready for that. It's going to be fun. Folks, have a good weekend and uh, happy holidays. This episode of The Corner Booth has been brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Follow your host on Twitter at Belly Up Jared and at Mark Riley.